Hi, good evening. So um, it's 8 p.m. Um, British Standard Time or 8 p.m. Um, in London and today is the 2nd of um, May 2021 and every week we like to do a look back um, at the news from Zimmer and Peacock for this week. So this is a look back from the news for the week starting the 26th of April um, 2021. As I say, it's 8 p.m. Um, here in London. So some of the news from Zimmer and Peacock um, this week. This is this is significant news. Um, we're very good friends and partners with a company called um, Exhalation. I mean, this is one of the sort of um, biosensor um, technologies from Exhalation. This technology um, is used to collect and analyze um, breath condensate. And and when unfortunately when the COVID nineteen crisis came along, Exhalation did a really excellent business decision and um, essentially what did what's called pivoting. So they took a really excellent technology that they have um, for the detection of COPD, which is chronic obstructory pulmonary disease. Unfortunately, it's one of the sort of major um, diseases that you know people suffer from near the end of life. Um, and when the COVID-19 came along, they took this breath analysis technology. Um, as I say, this is the cartridge um, that goes with that technology. And they repositioned it. So rather than collecting the breath and analyzing for COPD, they collect the breath and they actually analyze for the presence of SARS-CoV-2. That was a really, you know, they did a really quick job and I mean, we're very delighted to be part of that story um, at Zimmer and Peacock. So Zimmer and Peacock, you know, as many of you know, our business model is we do contract development um, and contract manufacturing. Um, and we're delighted um, that um, to be part of, of that. Um, I also appreciate the fact that um, we're starting to get people to follow us um, on the um video log and I just had a nice message from Ali who's one of our um, friends um, in the sort of Gulf region so thank you for joining us tonight um, Ali so that was just some news from um, Zimmer and Peacock that this week we've actually been um, with our partner Exhalation placing um, the Corona check which is a really cool technology for collecting the breath and analyzing and detecting SARS-CoV-2 we've been um, helping with it um, in Italy this week so that was just some news that we put out uh, from Zimmer and Peacock this week so sometimes the news is you know quite light and sometimes the news is actually quite serious and being able to genuinely be in hospitals um, and genuinely being able to actually help um, with the fight against um, this pandemic I mean in the photograph you see these guys lined up here that's the, actually a photograph from the hospital and these are the guys who are taking this um, breath detection system and um, using it with the patients and the feedback is they're really delighted with the technology because essentially there's many ways of potentially getting a SARS-CoV-2 sample but collecting it on the breath is probably one of the least evasive ways you can actually do this. Um, now I know that um, some of you who may be watching this um, webinar or this, this video log tonight would have been at the webinar as well so I won't spend too much time at it but if you missed the webinar this week we do a webinar for our developers um, every um, Thursday at 8 a.m. London time 
and this week we did a webinar where um, in the webinar it's mainly for our um, developers own members and we sort of talked about the formation of a um, electrochemical biosensor specifically for glucose we talked about the barrier layer that could be using glucose sensing and I talked about the barrier layer actually being quite useful for um, enhancing the linearity and then Ali who's one of our watchers online um, also sort of made the comment well actually the barrier layer is also preventing um, other molecules not glucose from reaching the sensor and giving you a signal and that's true I forgot to cover that in the webinar but the classics are you've got molecules like um, paracetamol, um, acetaminophen, um, ascorbic acid, these can all interfere with the glucose sensor and so I did mention it in the webinar, but we did talk about the construction of a glucose sensor and the use of a barrier layer and how the barrier layer can actually help you with um, linearity in a glucose sensor. Um, but we didn't talk about how the barrier layer can also help with interference. What we did talk about in that webinar is actually don't over rely on a particular electrochemical technique. If that electrochemical technique is not the one that you intend to use in your sensor. So what do I mean by that? So we had a, a ZP developer's own member question in the forum which said, my cyclovoltammetry is not that great, but um, actually my amperometry was perfectly fine. And what, what I said to them there was, don't get obsessed with the cyclovoltammetry if you're actually intending to run this um, technique by amperometry or chronoamperometry. It's important people get very obsessed with, why is my cyclovoltammetry not the best it possibly could? And then you say, well, how are you intending to use the sensor? Oh, I'm going to use chronoamperometry. Okay. Well, don't worry about the cyclovoltammetry too much then. So we um, we helped that client or that um, collaborator um, troubleshoot and be reassured by their sensor. We also highlighted a video we have on the website which actually says, you know, be careful with cyclovoltammetry when you're doing biosensor development. Now, one of the um, last things we talked about in the webinar this week was actually um, Julie. This is, Julie is a free cloud-based, it's probably the only cloud-based electrochemical, um, let's say, tool on the, in the world at the moment. You can upload your data, analyze your data, share your data, and we've just started adding EIS, electrochemical impedance spectroscopy um, functionality to it. Now, it's completely free, and as a result, you know, it's kind of, it is a working progress, but as a working progress, I think it's a pretty good um, technology. So, especially if you're a member of the developer zone, um, join in because Julie is going to get better and better and better. Um, so that was some, um, so we did the webinar on Thursday. Something else, and now I appreciate that some of you already have your PhD, so unfortunately this can't help you so much, but we do say to people, if you are super interested in joining Zimmer and Peacock, we are very collaborative people. Um, and really, really helps if you can actually kind of interact with us, um, you know, even before essentially getting a job. I mean, there's plenty of people, um, you know, we've, we're recruiting all the time, but it does help if we've kind of met you and we have a relationship with you first. So there's a very good PhD um, available at um, a university called USN. And it's on um, biosensor implants for um, in vivo monitoring. It's actually in the in vivo monitoring of fish. So it involves glucosol, 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 glucose and cortisol. Um, 
and we are encouraging people if you're excited by the world of biosensors and you think you can make a real difference to kind of essentially you know the well-being of our planet and that does involve you know veterinary applications as well then we would really ask you to apply for that um, PhD now I think this is kind of interesting as well this week that um, what makes ZP different is we do do biosensor development for our customers and collaborators I think we're quite un well no I don't think I know we're unusual people look at us and say oh you guys do screen printing I think screen printing is just a tiny bit of what we do I mean these pictures were taken at a hospital um, in um, near Oslo and in these photographs essentially what's happened is our um, engineers and scientists People like Ali, I would say, have gone in there and um, they are taking these um, biosensors that we've developed in the lab and they're testing them on um, real um, patient samples. So we're sort of training the hospital and the clinicians in the hospital. This is one of the um, people working at the hospital. We're training them um, to take the biosensor that we've developed in our labs and they are um, testing them then with real samples. So this definitely makes us really different because we not only sort of produce electrodes, we functionalize electrodes into biosensors. We put, in, in this case, antibodies on the surface and then the analyte or proteins of interest are binding and that's causing us a change in the surface which is giving a signal. What you'll notice about this is that we've taken these uh, scientific instruments into the um, hospital and you know we're training the user up um, and we, you can see from here that we're using impedance spectroscopy and we're actually using the Julie um, database to actually analyze that impedance spectroscopy for us but it, it makes us very different the fact is we actually will go in essentially roll up our sleeves and help doctors and clinicians in hospitals directly on behalf of our um, clients so again I mean if you're interested in this kind of career where you know you will develop um, biosensors test them in the lab on surrogates but actually then go into hospitals and generally work with doctors and nurses and clinicians and test these sensors then that's pretty cool I think and what you will notice is we're not testing one sensor at a time we're having to test 12 sensors at a time because obviously biosensor development is you know it's statistical you know it's not did you get the result once you have to get the result you know 10 or you know f 10x times let's say you know you have you need a lot of data to really know that you know the signal is for, is for real let's say so so far this week then we've um we've been helping out to italy with um covid19 using these um, electrochemical biosensors we've then um did our big webinar on glucose that was pretty cool we took sensors then like this and actually took them into a Norwegian hospital and we're helping um, with a more of a protein um, binding assay and as I say you know if you really want to join us and you're not yet got your PhD then there is a PhD in Horton at USN with um, a professor called Eric Johansson up there and it's really close to us so it's a great way of starting to collaborate with us now, I'm th I hope that Zimmer and Peacock seems like a sort of an, an unusual company because I think that we we are 
I, we want we don't want to be another company we want to be a company that really is a force for good in this world and so we do have a sort of a, a vision and a mission and our value and the reason that you know we do the zp developer zone and the reason we do the zp academy and the reason we put so much information out there you might wonder well why do why do these guys do this and it's essentially because we want to create you know if you look at our vision and our mission and our values we're actually trying to create you know wider opportunities for the whole sort of we say the community here but in some ways i sometimes think about you know the scientific community for you know people across the globe i think zimmer and peacock can be you know a force for good through good collaboration good technology and also you know essentially for you know for some good great jobs and great careers as well so what's driving us at zp is is essentially these you know is this you know that we want to make really well really great biosensors and we do want to improve the outcome for the you know for our global you know community and actually you know we want to we want to sort of you know we are a business and so we do have to make profit but it's not the profit it's what we're doing with that profit as well you know we reinvesting it and actually helping um people in the wider community and i think that we are and the reason i sort of think that we are is um just about now there'll be one of our zp developer zone members actually touching down in the uk so you know we are in a covid19 pandemic but you can travel it just involves things like 10 days quarantine and we're a little bit you know reluctant to have people kind of flying in and stuff but one of our zp developer zone members um he was very keen to come to us and i have a philosophy which is if you can figure out how to get to us then we will try and help you so this guy figured out um and i and i admire people like this that um, he found out that the uh, royal society of chemistry has a fund called the analytical chemistry trust fund and so i've linked to it off the website and it essentially says, you know, if you're in certain parts of the world and you want to come to the UK or Ireland and, you know, work with a company and sort of learn some stuff and bring it back home again, I say some stuff, for example, you know, he's written a letter which says, or, you know, a project says, I'm going to come to Zimmer and Peacock and I'm going to learn about biosensor development and I'm going to spend three months um, in the UK learning this at their labs. Um, for which you can receive up to £5,000. Now, the thing about £5,000 is, you know, it can sound like a lot of money depending, you know, on your circumstances, but three months in the UK on £5,000 is not, it's not sufficient to live. So he had won this award and was going to come to the UK and spend three months with us, and that's going to happen. He's landing. But we actually said, you know, we're going we're gonna to grant match this, for every pound that the RSC gives you, you know, we'll match it. So the 5,000 became 10,000. And then that does make economic sense. 10,000 to essentially, you know, sort of live on and travel on to the UK for three months. Um, it, it does make sense, you know, as long as you're sort of frugal with it. And the reason we do that is because we are supportive of, you know, we have this developer zone, you know, we, we, we have these webinars every week. We have these collaborations um, going on. And 
you know, it's part of essentially of our values that, you know, we should be helping people because if you help people, people will help you. And then as part of helping people, this particular ZP Developer Zone member helped himself by being entrepreneurial and finding a source of money and the RSC provided him a, a, you know, a letter to support his visa and he was able to come to the UK and then we were able to say, all right, well, if you're going to come and, you know, here and work with us for three months, then we can only help by um, match funding the money you got from the RSC and take it from 5,000 to 10,000. So let me just do a summary um, of the news from Zimmer and Peacock for this week. So pretty significant things this week. Um, ZP, technology that we're manufacturing in our facility, is being used in Italy for detection of um, SARS-CoV-2 on the breath. I think that's pretty significant. We did a nice webinar, quite intense webinar this week on essentially glucose sensing. Um, as part of our um, sort of, I wouldn't say community, but you know, our involvement in our biosensor community, we are sponsoring this PhD um, at USN. Um, you can see that Zimmer and Peacock, you know, we're very active on these programs. And so that's why we've been into um, a hospital this week, training up the clinicians there. You can see that this company is anchored on some you know some values and a mission that we're that, that we're on that we're doing so we want to make fantastic biosensors but we also want to support you know sort of global health global food production you know and create good jobs and good opportunities for people and as part of that we're doing match funding for the um, analytical chemistry trust fund so the analytical chemistry trust fund will help people from certain parts of the globe come to the UK They'll give grants of, of up to £5,000. So it's reasonable that people kind of maybe come to ZP, especially only really if they're members of the ZP Developer Zone and they're known to us. Um, and then if they're, if they're successful in getting those grants, then we're match funding it, as long as we agree that we are going to collaborate. Okay, so today is the 2nd of May 2021. This was a look back at the news for this week starting the 26th of May, sorry, 26th of April 2021. Appreciate you guys being online, um, and don't forget we have our webinar at eight a.m. on Thursday, London time, um, for the developers zone so members. And I hopefully see you there. Okay, I appreciate it, Ali. Cheers, guys. Take care. Bye bye.